joined by uh, Kai Conrad, Director at the Max Planck Institute for Tax Law and Public Finance. Kai, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me here. So we're going to talk about the Euro debt crisis. Give me an overall picture. Where do we stand? Uh, well, we stand in about the third year of the crisis, of the debt crisis. It started in 2010. Uh, when Greece uh, called Brussels and said uh, it's very difficult to get uh, get uh, our credit line extended for, for for the next round, and when German politicians had to uh, uh, sorry European politicians had to make choices uh, what to do in, under these difficult circumstances. So do you think the eurozone will hold? The common currency will uh, will remain. I was amazed uh, how much. Uh, support it got from various institutions and countries and uh, the latest um, indication of support is the uh, outright monetary transactions program by the ECB. Uh, clearly the ECB has a hidden uh, vested interest in keeping the Eurozone alive. <laughs> uh, without Eurozone I think no ECB. Uh, but uh, yes, there seems to be a strong commitment by many people to keep it alive. And what's your opinion? Do you think if you, if you had to make a bet, a five-year bet, whether the euro is still an existing currency or not? So initially I thought, oh no, it's going to unravel very quickly. Mm -hmm. I thought um, this is a very unhealthy uh, constitution and this will not last for long. And then I learned about all this commitment and the willingness to um, to uh, to sacrifice actually a lot in order to to keep it alive. And uh, I was surprised that it's now now in the third year, and that changed my expectation about the long-term perspective. Uh, so uh, it's possible that it breaks up due to political resistance in some of the member countries. So the unrest in the crisis countries is growing. Um, so uh, the austerity fatigue is growing, um, but also um, the resistance against uh, uh, an, an enlargement of um, of the rescue programs and um, transfer programs and so on uh, from the rescue countries is also increasing. There's a lot of political movement in this direction. So you could imagine one one alternative is that some countries at the northern end uh, start uh, start the process of unraveling. That's still possible and uh, that can happen hmm, within a few years. Uh, if this doesn't happen and if this strong support continues then the most likely scenario is that the ECB will be drawn more and more into government financing. And then we have the problem that um, usually you have a central bank and if they do monetary uh, funding of government expenditure, 
then it's not uh, it's a problem, but it's not a big problem because it's only one government that can draw on these funds, on these resources. But in Europe, you would be in a situation where there are multiple players, multiple governments who draw actually on the same funds, namely the same money that is printed in the ECB. So you would have a common pool problem among these countries. And that is typically a very unhealthy situation. And that could actually uh, uh, speed up this process uh, that usually comes with uh, funding of government expenditure uh, by printing money. It could really speed up this process uh, that typically leads in a devaluation of that currency and potentially in the end in, in a failure of that currency. Uh, but that, it's hard to say how long this is, this is going to take. I think this is a possible or even plausible scenario. Uh, but I said I underestimated uh, the time period it would take. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more and more hesitant about making uh, predictions about the time span this will take. In fact, aren't the risks actually receding where um, well out of the troughs of the financial crisis, um, there are certainly many signs that the global economy may be well on its way to uh, uh, recovery back to normal levels of growth. Um, the uh, recent um, uh, forecast by the European Commission um, is, uh, are certainly very rosy. And today in the papers I read about the fact that here in the UK um, there's an expe expectation that interest rates may have to rise earlier than was expected before. So shouldn't that lead us to optimism uh, in support for the uh, common currency? Uh, hopefully there will be um, an economic takeoff. That's also one positive scenario that some, something rescues us for the, uh, for the coming years. Uh, some economic miracle that might uh, pop up. Uh, economic miracles from, miracles from time to time pop up. It really happens. So that's, possibly, that's also a possible scenario. But the, the structure at the moment is still very fragile in terms of it's the wrong government structure. It's, uh, if you think about the banks in Spain, I think uh, the, nobody knows really exactly how much is the, uh, the bad assets they have in their, um, in their books. And they are not going to reveal this because they want to, um, to wait until, um, um, until uh, this, is, this is brought to the, uh, to the European level. And there's kind of a, um, uh, there's a waiting game ongoing. Uh, from, so Spain would like to wait uh, to, to make this, uh, this transparent. And the banks also would like to wait. Um, and of course, the other side that would have to, uh, um, to, uh, to make the big step into a banking union. Uh, is also hesitant to do this step or to make this step without knowing what kind of liabilities they are going to to buy when when they do this. So at the moment, my feeling is um, that when I talk to people in Spain and um, pri private persons and said I would actually like to bring my money to Germany, but it's difficult to open up a bank account for me because of these. Uh, uh, money laundering laws and so on. It's not so easy to do this. Otherwise, I would actually do it because I'm afraid that something could happen which happened in uh, Cyprus. So Cyprus was a very bad example in some sense. It caused a lot of anxiety and uh, uh, people are concerned about their, their bank accounts. And that shows 
that uh, that trust is not uh, there's not sufficient sufficient trust uh, in in the economy, uh, and to the banking sector has been a big problem. So does German unification, to which you referred, uh, does that have any lessons for uh, the European Union? After all, the union between East and West Germany still holds. Um, I know it was a special political fiscal monetary union, um, but uh, there are some elements of similarity with the wider European Union as well. What lessons are there from, from the German unification? So the German experience was that there was a lot of enthusiasm about the um, the economic takeoff in the East. Uh, the, the per capita incomes in East Germany used to be higher than in West Germany in the pre-war time period. So people thought, ah, this is actually an opportunity. So people will go there and will take it as an investment opportunity and there will be an economic, uh, an economic boom. And within three to seven years, some people estimated that there will be a full a full convergence with the West German income level. But the experience was uh, that the investors did not invest, mainly. Uh, so all this private money did not really flow to the extent uh, expected. And instead of that, uh, productive people, um, people with opportunities in the West, they migrated from East to West. Uh, and that uh, made uh, the development more sluggish in, in East Germany. And what remained essentially was the group of um, recipients of, um, of transfers, like the pensioners and so on, are much less mobile, and there's also no reason for them to move, given that uh, goods are less expensive and housing is less expensive in East Germany. Why should they go to Munich where property value is, is really high? So that, uh, in some sense, stabilized a very bad situation in which the in the end now we are for many years we are in a situation where East Germany has roughly 70% of the West German income level and uh, there is no the prospects are not much better. Thank you very much for speaking at the CFE Institute's European Investment Conference earlier today and sharing your insights with us here as well. Copyright 2014 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.